0: Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host Eddie. How's it going, Eddie?
1: Not too bad. Been crazy couple weeks.
0: Yeah, no, it has been a couple weeks. We recorded last week, or am I forgetting something?
1: Yes, but it's still been crazy for the past couple weeks. True. Holidays, and uh, you know. Thanksgiving holidays leading right into uh, Insanity, I mean Black Friday and right into getting ready for the Christmas stuff going
0: on. That is a good point. And we're going to talk about some fun Christmas stuff in just a little bit. Uh, But before that, I did want to make probably our second to last uh, reminder of Extra Life. If you're interested in donating to Eddie or I at bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2019 $10 or more gets you a vote in our game club. Currently, it's tied for the route we're going to take in Sacred Stones. Eddie and I might have to either flip a coin or make a decision of some kind <laughs> to determine what we play, but uh, Sacred Stones is currently in the lead, and you have until the end of December to get your vote in, and it's so easy. You just go to bit.ly slash TGI, actually 2019.
1: Yep, and also there is always the option, from what I hear, it's, a very small separation, so we could maybe just have one of us do one route, the other do the other, and compare and contrast for those uh chapters where we're separate.
0: But we could do that. No, I was gonna suggest that, but not knowing sort of the structure of the game, I didn't wanna introduce a, a uh Well, I guess I didn't well, really think I, I
1: don't know the full structure of the game either, but I recall one it that being suggested in the past. Yeah uh, from one of the in Discord. It got, uh, the separate routes are so short that it's might be easier just to have us each do a separate route. So,
0: yeah, sacred stones got pretty, pretty high up in our last sort of poll that we did for game clubs. So, um, technically, yeah, I, I do remember that suggestion. Uh, we'll uh, we'll make a decision and announce something in 2020. But again, if you're interested in donating and voting, you can do so until December 31st uh but before we get into the christmas cheer let's talk about the banners that are currently running and how we've done we got the weekly revival banners with ryoma hanoka and takumi is that accurate still i don't think i updated that i think that uh Uh,
1: no i think that did change earlier today
0: Uh, it did change earlier today so i will uh i will keep moving if you want to look that up real quick um in game my my phone's updating right now uh but book four begins peony and more that goes until christmas day new power goes until the 21st and double special heroes goes until christmas day as well um i'm pretty sure the weekly revival uh, banners were um nino flying nino and i thought flying nino
1: was the um uh whatchamacallit
0: tempest Uh, trial Oh yeah, that's right. Tempest that's a, there is another banner running and it's Tempest Trial, but yeah. I don't know until how long. So
1: Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. Here we are. It's uh Jenny Um Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Looks like Minerva and Um Loot, I think is it I, I think it is the is thing loot. I've pulled up doesn't have the names, but it is loot. I think that's uh,
0: loot. Well, And then, yeah, then there's Trampist Trials. It's funny, this is usually the first thing we update, but uh, we both completely missed it, but not a big deal. Uh, We
1: we updated most of the stuff, but we just had a couple pop-up last minute that we forgot to throw in.
0: True, true. Well, Eddie, as always, I want to know how your summoning has gone this past week.
1: Uh, Not much. Didn't really get anything from the various free summons, uh, except for on the double special heroes banner. All I did was pull a Single colorless orb for my free pull. I uh, was hoping for maybe a Tanya, Mercedes, or Tethys. Uh, various units already dropped uh, four, uh, three, four stars, uh, or started there, um, but ended up getting a dancing Xander off of it.
0: Hmm. Nice. Yeah, i uh, I also decided to I decided to pull from the double special heroes banner. I just figured with the six percent. Uh, no pity breaks i was like well let's see where this goes and i think i dumped maybe like 40 orbs into it and ended up getting uh, as well a dancing knight xander and a signature dish uh flora and i was comfortable with that again like i i, I like the odds of this banner so i wanted to support that and if, you know two b- brand new special heroes i hadn't had before as a pretty good haul in my mind
1: yeah for for you who didn't have many of the heroes it's a great uh, banner to pull on Uh, I already have all eight of the heroes on it so unless I was trying to plus 10 one of them it's not a giant one for me to try and pull much on which is why I really didn't bother
0: yeah no that makes sense uh we also got to experience Mjolnir's Strike the complete edition Uh, yes um I I'm gonna just start this thing off by saying that the sense of urgency in this mode where you had to check in on, on specific sort of dates, uh, I I didn't quite feel it. Um, and it was pretty anticlimactic when I know it's in phases where it's, uh, it's shield, uh, shield, brace, no brace, counter, brace,
1: shield, then counter,
0: brace, shield, then counter. So in shield, you're building up, you're, you're trying to hit a high score. So you get sort of a currency to spend, in the counter uh phase and the counter phase is literally you just check in you do the move and that's it as from what I because you you expend the currency so, you collected and you're done
1: yeah i kind of screwed up the counter um part of the reason this felt really weird is that there wasn't really much explanation of how the shield to counter phases worked i mean if there was somewhere explained how exactly the shield translated into the counter currency. I didn't see it. So it's like, you know, if I had some idea of what I need to get or do in the shield to get like a fourth shot in counter and get a higher score in a counter, that might have made me more willing to try and fiddle with it. But I did one intermediate map. I got more or less a perfect score, no damage to any of my... Uh, Gates, killed off all the units, everyone survived. So I got as perfect a score on the intermediate difficulty as I could and had no desire to keep trying to do the advanced difficulty one. And then hopped in once during the counter, fired once, and figured I'd try and hop back in later to uh, possibly have a boost, you know, a bonus multiplier when i fired the last two and then forgot to hop back in which yeah. shows how desperate i was to get back in
0: well i felt the same way i, I don't i kind of just i did the counter and i was like oh that's it i mean i like what they've set up here i i want to maybe experience it again. you know soon enough that i kind of know what's going on i mean it felt like this was a uh there was a bit of a sort of guide to it but it didn't seem very i didn't it was tough for me to pay attention to it because it was kind of just a bunch of information i'm like i got this i got this but i think it might have been more complex than i originally gave it credit for and i didn't know what i was doing when i was in there Uh, that
1: was my other issue with the um counterface is that it doesn't explain to me how you know narcian's army is allegedly re-attacking us or whatever so what determines how their army goes up compared to ours hmm. and all that stuff. So it's like no clue what determines all this stuff. Maybe I should have just fired all three at once and been done with it. But
0: I fired all three at once, not really knowing what I was doing. And I, and it, I don't know, like it seemed to work question mark. I mean, that's the thing. It's really hard to tell my impact on the mode. And I know there's going to be some yeah. folks in discord that, Um, and I, and I love our discord folks because whenever they correct us, they're very polite and they give us the information we need that we're, we're sort of stumbling over. And I think with Mjolnir's strike, we're going to get sort of a a good rundown of, of their thoughts. Um, and again, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, what discord bit.ly slash TGI discord, go to the fire emblem channel. There's a lot of great folks in there, including Eddie and I, um, I, I don't uh, count us out of that, but I think with Mjolnir's strike, it was a good first introduction i need to play it once more to fully grasp uh whether i like it or not in terms of the rotation of events you know i i think you and i have been pretty vocal about our favorite rotating events you know we're, we're, f- we're fans of tempest trials uh forging bonds is good grand conquests uh well we you have a nickname for it i kind of just tolerate it but it's not it's not our favorite <laughs> that's for sure mm-hmm
1: i mean i think our my favorite new event so far is uh one that's returning here Mm -hmm. shortly and even that was kind of iffy at times but that was um hall of forms you know we're finally getting another one of those so that's nice
0: i cannot wait for Hall of forms to come back and i know some folks again in discord were very excited so i mean if we're uh if we're good with milner strike for now why don't we move into the calendar because we've got some fun stuff
1: yes we did finally get a calendar although there is a slight note due to life and the holidays we will be taking a break uh for christmas next week and we'll return on the 28th uh so a day earlier than normal for the one after that but uh, to see what happened during christmas uh if anything um and i guess we do have a legendary hero so something will happen uh, but if there's anything else, we'll cover that then too, as well as looking ahead at uh, what we know about the New Year's heroes, if any, if that's come out yet, or just what's coming up after that. Uh, but uh, we do have a good bit happening between now and the 28th on that calendar we finally got. Uh, as of tomorrow, we got those Christmas heroes we'll be covering here shortly, as well as the Jafar Tempest Trial starting uh, the day after that on the 17th. Uh, We have the uh, Delthea Grand Hero Battle Revival on the 20th and the Heroes with uh, Rally Skills Manor on the 21st, as well as the uh, the aforementioned Return of the Hall of Forms uh, coming next Sunday on the 22nd to round out this week. Uh, For Christmas week, we have a Tap Battle Encore of Legendary Heroes coming up on uh, the 23rd. Uh, We have both of the previous Christmas banners getting revivals on Christmas Eve, as well as the new legendary hero and any battles for all the legendary and mythic heroes on the banner uh, starting on Christmas Day, uh, with a voting gauntlet and login bonus starting on the 27th. Uh, So while Faye is not taking Christmas Day off, they are taking Boxing Day off. Uh, and we finish up with a revival of the Leaf and Nana Bound Hero Battle on the 28th. Oh, wait, do you hear something, Ryan?
0: Oh, I do. In the distance. What is that? What? I think it's, it's, it's Jingle the Battle. Heavy stomp- oh, no, never mind. It's
1: the heavy stomp of Armored Boots. Oh. And that can only mean one thing in Heroes. Christmas is here.
0: Yeah, no, I know the song. Armored boots, arm. No, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna sing, guys. That's as well, good it's as it a gets. Heavy
1: stomp of armored boots. So that's not
0: singing. <laughs> no, but... no, I'm saying I'm. There's the. It's fine. It's fine. The dad joke is passed. Yeah. We can move forward. Um,
1: yeah, we're getting five new armored oh. units with the uh, glorious gift banner in the Tempest Trials, uh, coming up here. Uh, the first of which is Nino, Flower of Frost. Uh, Nino is a young, gifted mage from the Blazing Blade who uh, is part of the Black Fang. Black Fang uh, she's also the mother of Lou and Ray from Binding Blade. Uh, having felt she was past her usefulness, um, the Black Fang had assigned Jafar to kill her, and Ellawood and Hector come upon her when Ursula is attempting to kill her. Uh, When Jafar finds out uh, during that job, he could not bring himself to kill her. Uh, She joins uh, with her second alt in this banner as a blue armored tome unit with her miniature Christmas tree uh, wand, I guess. The tannin bit plus Uh, this weapon shows us the Christmas weapon theme that will recur on all the uh, non-unique special weapons on this banner. Uh, which is a restoring 5 health to the user when they deal damage during combat, even if they deal 0 damage. Uh, So you'll see this popping up on everyone except for those 1 or 2 unique weapons. Uh, She also has a new assist skill of Rally Attack Resistance Plus, which grants the target ally uh, plus 6 to those 2 stats, Attack and Resistance. She also rounds out her skills with Attack speed form, bold fighter, and armor march. Cool. So
0: it's uh, a. Go mm, ahead. Got our third Dino. Uh, yeah, it, I was just gonna say, is there something about Nino I don't know about that uh, third alt? You know, <laughs> I don't I know.
1: Honestly, don't know. I guess she was a well liked character. Um, I was watching some stuff from, uh, when phoenix master went off to a con uh i think up in canada somewhere or something like that and there was a um another fey tuber that was had dressed herself as nino and looked at some of her stuff um can't think of her name off the top of my head i that was it uh she she was plus tending her flying nino at one point on one of those banners so she's definitely a nino fan Mm -hmm. but it's been a while, so I don't really remember her that much. So, you know, I definitely it's... remember Lynn Ellerwood and Hector more from the
0: games. For sure. Well, it's it's um, it's exciting that I for fans of this character, they're getting another version. And I mean, this is the first, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first like special hero version of Nino. Because I think the other, we got we got a standard alt of her the last time.
1: Uh, yeah, the flying Nino you know, is a basic alt, normal summoning pool. Uh, and then there's the original, you know, which I think is a three to four star unit. Mm-hmm. So
0: I do remember that one. Uh Well, it's exciting that it's exciting that Nino has another sort of hero. And I think her design is fits the Nino uh feel for sure. You know. Yep. The green hair works well with the Christmassy feel, you know, so that's good. But yes. yeah, it's good. Sorry. No, it's fine. A little uh,
1: Christmas tree that her, she casts her spells to is cute.
0: Yes, and her art for sort of her special attack where the the star kind of, you know, uh, lights up and and makes some cool sort of flourish there. I think is really nice, a good touch. So, no, this is a, a great addition for folks who are excited about Nino. I'm sure they're stoked. And that's the point of Special Heroes is to give people sort of another version of their favorite and i'm and like you said it sounds like there are folks out there that have a uh their favorite is nino so that's exciting uh for them um well you know looking back at our previous conversations eddie we talked about when are we going to see the next three houses or sorry the first three houses um special hero edition and we got that with sothis silver specter the enigmatic sophis sometimes called the beginning has made a dramatic appearance at the Winter Fesel and Asker. Sothis takes the logical leap from her throne to a Christmas tree as an armored green dragon unit. As her weapon, she she uh for sorry for her weapon I wrote that weirdly for her weapon she has Snow's Grace, which neutralizes dragon neutralizes effective against dragons bonus grants speed plus 3, and at start of combat, if unit's HP is less than or equal to 50%, grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus 5 during combat. If foe's range is equal to 2, calculates damage using the lower of foe's defense or resistance. She has a new skill in the C slot called threat attack slash resistance 3, where we at start a turn if unit is within two spaces of a foe, grants attack slash resistance plus five to unit for one turn and inflicts attack slash resistance minus five on foes within two spaces through their next actions. Rounding out the decorations, I mean the skills in her kit are serious as a special distant counter in the A slot and special fighter three in the B slot. Uh, there were jokes that Sothis and her hair lend well to basically looking like a christmas tree so take that for what you will eddie
1: mm. okay i will I, uh sonia yeah. sorry yeah,
0: no i was just gonna say i i think the art again is really well done and in terms of Sophis, i think they've kind of captured her uh spirit with this with this hero i don't know what do you think is there's not really a lot to say about the art with these they've we've they've sort of they've sort of hit in a pattern i think with the winter stuff um i don't know maybe maybe i'm being too mean but it feels like they're this is to be expected the way these heroes look i
1: mean um yeah it kind of fits as normal uh sorry I was trying to double check some data but it's uh, as for her looks, um, I mean, she looks like Sothis. It's not surprising they didn't decide to change her costume that much. Just made it nice and red for Christmas and all. Um, I'd have to pull it up to see exactly what the Christmas tree look they're talking about is.
0: Well, her, she sort of has this like lower cape, I guess. Um, I guess it's not a cape; it'd be part of her dress, and it's got it's got that definitely a Christmas tree feel but the way her hair sort of runs down uh, it, it kind of lo- it has that sort of wavy feel of a, like a cartoonish christmas tree and i think it's it fits very well with the way they've kind of designed cuz you've got her hair and then you've got the lower dress part that kind of looks like the christmas I'm not sure tree I understand. uh i don't understand what I under- don't you understand <laughs> my watch I don't know why I did that, but, uh, Siri, I'm glad you don't understand folks at home. Let me know if you also don't understand what I'm trying to say here. Um, but yeah, great okay, stuff.
1: So I pulled up her picture and yeah, it looks more like she has some kind of cape or cloth she's sitting on. She's sitting on a bag of presents with a green cloth, or maybe that's supposed to be a cape.
0: Well, if you look at uh, her other art where she doesn't she have the giant like bag tree. yeah, it looks uh, like
1: yeah. I don't have the other art pulled up right here, so I was just pulling it up off of the video quickly to mm. get a look at her. So,
0: but yeah, no, I think it's good. And and I mean, as if you're gonna pick a hero for the, from three houses as sort of the first and sort of only addition to the to a single banner, I think this is a good pick because it's guaranteed everyone experienced that character for a good chunk of time. Um, For example, if they went with Byleth, like, well, what if you picked female Byleth instead of male Byleth, and they chose male Byleth as the, as the hero to, to give a special version to, you know? Um, So this is kind of the easy pick.
1: She's kind of the easy pick, but there's also, and I don't know how it would really fit with Christmas, but then again, no one really fits with Christmas. There's also Rhea. Um, you know, there's yeah. also many other church characters, uh, some of which stay with you no matter what route you pick, that they could have picked from. It kind of falls back to the whole... In there's a part of me that's okay with them doing an alt of someone we already have for a seasonal one, but there's also so many characters in uh, Heroes. We currently have, what, eight? 10 if you count the two ghbs um um, yeah like 10 out of 40 50 more
0: Mm -hmm. you know yeah
1: i guess it's like 25 or 20 or 30 characters and half of those characters most of those characters have two versions of them because you have the five-year time jump
0: yeah, we yeah. haven't we haven't seen any of the time jump characters. They've been really pulling from the, the student versions only, right? So yeah, there's still plenty of mining to be done from three houses, and the fact that they've yeah, it's just they're saving so many a lot characters of
1: characters they could have done, and they redo Sothis. Not that I, dislike Sothis, they just decide to redo. Yeah, one.
0: well, it, they can't go back to this well too many times. I feel like maybe they've. They've used the easy one right off the bat. Probably Is that in, a
1: challenge for them. Uh
0: well, I don't know. Uh but I'm I'm thinking more like when maybe they're saving sort of the first all three houses special heroes banner for later and they just this was an easy way to, to throw Sophis out. Um
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not exactly complaining about Sophus per se, but you kind of brought up, you know, who to choose and it's like, well, why not choose someone we don't have yet? since there's so many characters in that game we don't have at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I,
0: I I mean, I would have been fine with a Christmas an all Christmas um three houses banner, but maybe maybe it's not too far off. Maybe, you know, they added that Hot Spring DLC, maybe we get a maybe we get a Hot Spring three houses uh banner, maybe we get New Year's three houses but who knows, really. Um I mean, we'll find out soon enough, but I think we're due up, certainly, in 2020. Early 2020, I'd say, at best, for uh, Three Houses' Special Heroes banner. Um, But yeah, it's a bit of a grab bag this week, in terms of where these heroes are all coming from.
1: Well, I realized, as I was writing up, that there's less of a grab bag than I realized, but it is still kind of a grab bag on the heroes we have. So... The uh, reason I say it's less of a grab bag than I realize because our next hero is Zephiel, Winter's Crown. And I'll admit he was the surprise of the um, banner for me because I didn't realize that was Zephiel. Uh, he's so young-looking. Uh, although, like I said, my research revealed that um, this is most likely a uh, version of Zephiel from, uh, from... I promise, I think I'll learn to talk, maybe. Uh, from when Nino and Jafar were sent to kill him, because that's the mission that uh, Jafar was supposed to kill Nino on. Um, and Hector and Ella would meet, meet Nino and Jafar, uh, saving both Nino and Zephiel from Ursula. Uh, he does get his first assault here as a red-armored sword unit. His weapon, Bellringer Plus, has the common theme buff of healing five hit points uh, when he damages a foe, uh, even if he does zero damage. He has a new Gap skill with Defense Resistance Gap. Uh, The Gap skills take the two skills uh, mentioned and uh, give a plus five to those skills for whichever unit has the highest Defense plus Resistance, uh, highest combined total of those two stats uh, for one turn. He also comes with Glacies and ventral Fighters as the rest of his skills. Hmm. Eventual fighter
0: So you mentioned he's uh, looking quite young in this. Um, I'm guessing yes. he looks older because he he's already a character in game, right? But it's um, Binding Blade version. Is that correct?
1: Uh, yes, he's the I think the main villain in Binding Blade. Uh, let me pull up the catalog here and verify. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's the main villain of Binding Blade, and he's a bit older, uh, but in researching and finding out about nino he does show up in uh blazing blade um you know but it would be a younger version of him that would do that
0: right of course being a prequel yeah okay that's interesting i didn't know that i mean, so. yeah
1: we, we i didn't either until i was researching uh nino and uh you know and jafar for this um and you know we'll find out in a you know, later today when we get the actual uh, list of characters or get, you know, the actual characters added in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, King of Burn, Zephiel, the original version, King of Burn wants a kind-hearted boy who be in disillusion with humanity. Wants the world to be ruled by dragons. So yeah, I think he's, if not the main antagonist, definitely one of the
0: main foes in Binding Blade. He's making the... He's making the dragons rise and to force, this was, powerful. Yeah. Yep.
1: This was back when he was the kind-hearted young boy.
0: Oh, we didn't kill him. So essentially, didn't didn't. Uh, it's the it's the age-old time travel p- problem of of not going back in time and killing the uh, the once the once good guy, but now terribly bad guy. So unfortunately, yep. that's uh well. Nino and Jafar, yes, yeah, screwed it up. Way to go, buds. Uh, let's uh, let's look at the new duo hero we got here, which is Marth and Elise. Duo heroes return to special banners as Marth and Elise, the prince and princess of Altea, have come to join the party. As an armored, colorless bow wielder, Marth packs a punch with Tangrisnir which grants a speed plus three and if a bonus granted by a skill like rally or hone and or extra movement granted by a skill like armor march or armored boots is active grants attack plus or attack speed defense resistance plus three and special cooldown charge of plus one per unit's attack during combat this duo has a new skill called daring fighter three in the b slot where if unit initiates combat Neutralizes effects that prevent unit's follow-up attacks during combat. Also, if unit's HP is less than or equal to 80% and unit initiates combat, unit can make a follow-up attack before foe can counterattack. Rounding at the kit is Fire Emblem as a special, Attack Slash Speed, Form 3 in the A slot, and Joint Hone Speed in the C slot. Now, I had asked the question, what is the duo skill?, And Eddie, you reminded me that uh, we don't normally find that out until he's in game. It wasn't really unveiled in the video.
1: Uh, Yeah, the video kind of shows it being used, but doesn't tell us what it is. Um, I don't recall if they actually revealed exactly what it was for, um, uh, what you call it, uh, Ephraim before it happened. Although that one was a little more obvious in that you saw various characters getting a movement buff. In this, um, we see them getting a stat buff and a uh, another symbol on the units that are near him when he uses it. Um, there's been speculation from data mining, and I don't know how accurate their information is or whether they remember the symbols better than I do. Uh, tried to look it up, but it wasn't mentioned or anything. Uh, but that um, is suspected to be the bonus doubler effect, which doubles all the bonuses on all the skills separately. So like if your um, you know, attack is a 9, it'll give you 18. Hmm. And it, even if your speed is a, nine, a 6, it'll give you a 12 speed instead of just giving you the 6 on attack. So it doubles each skill on its own separately. Uh, that originally entered the game with Legendary Roy.
0: That would be or a, a pretty
1: with bonus doubler.
0: Yeah. That would be a good a good duo skill for sure, honestly, for uh, maybe some harder uh, PVE modes and whatnot. So that's um yeah. that's a stellar edition, if true. We'll find out as you said tomorrow. Um and and you know, you can dig this information up uh, when you when you listen to this episode. Uh he'll probably have it in front of you. Yeah, but
1: by the time we get this episode up, the um Uh, data mining might be fully done and actually have the full-on data mining for sure that confirms what it is
0: exactamundo um in terms of the look and feel of these characters elise is technically a brand new character to fire emblem heroes we don't have a an existing version of elise from what i understand but uh martha's obviously been in the game multiple times Um,
1: and i'm not even sure there is a um combat version of elise in the actual games
0: Mm. Um, i don't recall
1: her joining the army maybe she did
0: she might i think she joins in late Actually, she did yeah. yeah
1: she joined late and she was the one who could use the staff to resurrect someone so
0: right for sure uh but yeah no it's good to see these guys in here at first i didn't really recognize elise I wasn't sure who it was but then i realized oh right that's marth's sister
1: I, first first glance thought it was Ceda because similar hair color and then realized oh wait no that's elise
0: mm. It's a good duo though I think it, it it's a it's a solid duo. Um, I'm glad we're kind of getting these at a steady clip so it's good that they're keeping on with it. Um, I'm glad it's returned to the special banners. I know it's it's been weird seeing them kind of pop up. I mean Ephraim popped up once uh, in in a normal banner as a duo character. so mm-hmm. I just I'm glad that they've brought it. I mean obviously' I'm, I don't know what they're gonna do in the future, but I'm glad to see it to continue to be a special banner thing.
1: Oh, I fully expect most, if not every special banner will have at least one duo hero now that they've introduced them. Yeah. Uh, just the question is how often will they put them in normal banners and are they going to start adding them as legendary heroes? So, uh, but we do have one more character to quickly go over before we even think about those legendary heroes. Uh, there's Jafar angel of night coming from the Tempest trial. Uh, he is an assassin from the Black, and Black Fang in the Blazing Blade game uh, who is saved by Nino early on in the game and later finds he cannot bring himself to kill her when he is ordered to do so and has the possibility of joining e- Elwood and Hector during that map. Uh, if you get to him quickly enough with e- Nino uh, before the end of the map, he gets an Alton in Fae as the Tempest Trial Unit who is a green dagger armored unit. As a Tempest Trial unit, he, uh, as usually, has no new skills, uh, but does have the Christmas 2019 themed weapon in his Minty Cane Plus, uh, which on top of the usual dagger debuff at strength of seven, he also has the Christmas healing boost, uh, even when he does zero damage. So he'll get five uh, health every time he does damage in combat. And his other skills are Reciprocal Aid, Defense resistance spawn and goat armor. So.
0: Nice. And Tempest Trials is supposed to start. Uh, when is it supposed to start? We know we went over the calendar and I already forgot. Tuesday
1: morning. So not the too day far after away. After the banner starts.
0: Yep. Uh, Jafar and they also. We kind of had to
1: squeeze it in early because um, we got another one coming right on its heels.
0: Another Tempest Trials?
1: Uh, I can double check the calendar, but I'm pretty sure that the. Um, uh, New Year's had a tempest trial, oh. and that's coming pretty much right after.
0: Nice. Uh, wow. Yeah,
1: another one on, starting on the second or third. Sorry, after you calculating the time change time zones.
0: Hmm.
1: So, yep, the Christ New Year's one starts on the third. So. Okay. One right, one right after the other.
0: I do love me some Tempest Trials. I do like sort of the grindy nature of it. It's very satisfying to kind of come. It's easy to complete too. So that's why I really like Tempest yeah. Trials. So,
1: um, Well, it, it depends on if you actually pay attention and get in there on a regular basis. Because uh, I didn't quite complete the last one. I kind of fell asleep during the last hour. Uh, so didn't quite fully complete it. But it's a good way to level up uh, all those characters you've been getting over the past month, if any
0: if many Mm -hmm. it's my favorite way uh well let's uh let's head into speculation corner because uh because we're taking a week off we're kind of um opening ourselves up to some brand new content coming uh between now and the end of the year so that includes the legendary hero eddie you have some thoughts on or want to have a discussion on some guesses for this uh upcoming we're gonna
1: completely miss the legendary hero there'll be only a couple days left when we um actually do our next episode in their summoning banner. Uh, it was more a question of, do you have any guesses on who it'll be or even what color it could end up being?
0: Oh. Um, do you
1: think we might get our first legendary duo hero? Kind of hope not quite yet, but...
0: Uh, you know, a legendary duo hero would be interesting. Um, I wonder... I wonder what they'll do. Honestly, uh, <laughs> for the last couple months, we've been guessing, you know, uh, leaf and hell for so long. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to think outside the box well, now.
1: That would be mythic, so right? This is legendary, and we already got peony as a mythic joining on this, or re- returning on this banner after a day long, day or two long dispatch or disappearance.
0: Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yeah. I wonder if we could see. I wonder if we could see our first three houses legendary. Do you think that might that might be a bit too much?
1: I'm thinking, and for legendaries, I think it's got to be a time-jumped uh, lord, probably, for the legendaries. Right. Um, there's a part of me that thinks they're going to want to mine the pre-time-jump characters before they start in the time-jump characters.
0: Yeah, I feel like so the time-jump... Yeah. The time jump heroes are probably gonna be like a big deal when they when they make them available, so maybe that's not happening. Yeah. So I, I, I don't guess, know.
1: I guess maybe Geralt could maybe. be legendary. You know, he is kinda legendary in the game.
0: That would be a rad addition to the game. Um I wonder if I wonder if we get another sort of lesser known hero brought up to legendary status that'd be interesting um i'd prefer to see something like that as opposed to sort of something expected uh so my guess my guess is going to be someone i know this is vague but someone lesser known sort of similar to like legendary julia when we got her was kind of like oh interesting not my first choice but it's cool that they're sort of rising some heroes up
1: i mean the legendary heroes it's kind of hard to predict what they may end up choosing to do Uh, really all you can try and guess at is based on the info that I compile is uh, what color might it be and make an educated guess from there but they don't often they don't always or even often uh, match the legendary heroes to the um, oh what call it the banners during the mu- during the month and the fact that you know we also have uh, cr- Seasonal banners, which don't really follow a theme this month. It's even harder to match those up. hmm You know, so uh, looking, as I mentioned, at that chart we have, we only have one green hero currently uh, scheduled to show up in December and at least two of every other color. Uh, we know it's not going to, unless they decide to add more heroes to the banner, it's not going to be red. Because we already have three red heroes scheduled for next month. Um, so if we guess that uh, since Peony joined into the blues, that uh, green only having one hero means it's going to be a green hero. Yeah. Uh, maybe we get Gustav and Henriette as a duo hero.
0: Who, oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. Sort of a. a...
1: Papa and Mama ask her.
0: That'd be a really, you know what? Or
1: even just Papa Asker?
0: I think think, think I think a Mama and Papa Asker duo hero needs to happen now. That's a great idea and would totally fit with book four having an appearance by uh, Mama and Papa Asker, even if Papa Asker is just in sort of like, you know, they're both dreaming. It's a dream sequence, but I still think it's cool. We haven't gotten those heroes yet. We know they exist. They must have been, you know, powerful
1: was an axe unit so him as a character would you know make sense and now that he's gone you know him showing up is a high possibility you know
0: i would prefer to have him as
1: rounding out book four stuff you know yeah they can move on to other legendaries and i would
0: prefer right i would prefer to have uh gustav and henrietta as um their normal cells as opposed to Papa Asker being sort of zombified. I I, I don't want to go back to that. I wanna I wanna hear mm-hmm. I want the the light and fluffy well, I guess he wasn't really happy before he died. He was a bit of a, a bit of an ass, but uh, you know, um he, I, I know he, he wasn't was a
1: be- bit of a jerk in the way a father who truly cares for his child and feels that you know is trying to prepare his child it's his father who truly loves his child but doesn't know how to show it is it felt to me
0: i'd agree with that it makes sense to me but i would love to see those versions show up as a legendary duo hero i think that's a great idea uh let's lock that in for sure
1: yeah
0: all right good sir uh should we move on to the outround gate because we've got uh we don't, we don't have game clubs to talk about and um both of us will take the fall for this one I, it's been like we said busy weeks uh we will return uh after our holiday break though i promise
1: uh, i'll admit part of my slacking has been i've been distracted by uh various other things like catching them all
0: oh yeah well for me it's just been it's been crazy and uh, i've i completely forgot until Saturday, and Abby, my youngest, hasn't stopped napping, so I lose that like two-hour window on a Saturday where I can just kind of edge. Uh, and I spent all day Saturday running around with the kids doing Christmas stuff. So not complaining. I'm just saying I'll be back with we'll be back with Game Club on the next episode before the end of the year. But I did want to talk about the fact that Fire Emblem Three Houses has won two awards at the the Game Awards. They won Best Strategy Game and Player's Voice, which is a 100% user-voted category. Um, I think that's a big deal, the fact that we were able to win out uh, uh, for Player's Players' Voice because, man, there are some pretty popular games in there from a community standpoint. You know, Fortnite, mm-hmm. all of those type of games like Apex Legends, MMOs. The fact that Fire Emblem Three Houses just kind of popped to the top based on user voting that's 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 incredible
1: yeah um, i not even know about the player's voice thing i did catch that it had one strategy game which is nice seeing as they snubbed it in everywhere else
0: yeah we talked a bit about this on gamers in and, and i know you haven't had a chance to listen because i just posted I think it even
1: the nintendo category they didn't even put three houses in there
0: <laughs> well best family game i wouldn't consider three houses to be a true a family game but um I had noted that I almost forgot to talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses on Gamers Inn when we talked about the Game Awards. Jocelyn actually reminded me. And it's because I just... It had to win something because it was such a huge game. And the fact that it was it was left out of every other category is probably because it's not... I don't feel Three Houses as is mainstream enough in the mainstream media for enough outlets to say, no, this game has to be present on other lists. Um... Because the other categories were just filled with, not to the brim, but filled enough with some very strong contenders that I could see Three Houses being on the cutting room floor. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes. Yes. Because, you know, uh, Death Stranding was such an amazing (laughs) game that no one knows what it's about that it needed to be in 11 different
0: categories. I can't argue with that. (laughs) You know, here's the the funny thing. I honestly, and I need to stop myself, been... I, I, mean, I haven't
1: played death stranding so part of my criti- criticism is that it looks boring as crap so <laughs> i really don't see how it gets 11 freaking nominations
0: but- i have yet usually with these type of games with death stranding there's someone in my social circle that has played it and swears by it but i have not come across someone that is that is you know personally that has been very active and speaking highly of death stranding most people i know have stayed away from it um, I hope it sold well because man, they probably spent a lot of money on it.
1: Best I've heard from various podcasts and stuff I've listened to watch is that you know it it's a Hideo Kojima story that's worth seeing.
0: Yeah, I hear that. I mean, you had to be but most kinda... of what I
1: hear is like, yeah, the play the play style is kind of awkward and weird, but you know,
0: yeah. I I mean, I saw a couple clips of it, and and again, this isn't a Death Stranding podcast but i feel like you're right there are some clear games that maybe could have been swapped out but again in terms of the mainstream media i will say this mainstream video game media the the outlets that are sort of involved with the game awards and voting and sort of picking winners a lot of those companies covered death stranding because again like you can't operate a mainstream you know video game channel without talking about hideo kojima's latest masterpiece right so i i'm not surprised that death stranding was in a lot of lists um but yeah i feel like maybe fireman three houses like let's let's look at this uh, maybe it could have fit with narrative i feel like it told a really interesting story for 2019 in the sense that not a lot of games were telling complex
1: and i'm not saying death stranding didn't deserve to be on any of the lists it's no i know it felt like they were putting it in in our in every list that Some of which were, I can't think of them right now because it's been a while since I've looked at all the nominations and not even necessarily Three Houses. Some of them I thought, well, different, you know, this game should have been on that list. You know, this other game should have been on that list and yet they have Death Stranding again or something. It's like, where is this game from that list? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I. It's a tough and one. It,
1: at the time, I had not heard much saying that Death Stranding is really so amazing. It's, you know, it it felt... it Death Stranding felt like people, especially the Game Awards, loved it because it was Hideo Kojima, whether they've actually played it or not. That's just personal opinion. And like I said, I haven't actually played it or played a demo. Uh, I've seen a couple, uh, you know, various videos and game clips from it and they do not make me any more interested in playing it so
0: i've 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 seriously thought about checking it out once it goes on a deep deep sale i i i need to kind of watch some streams i had this a similar reaction to Sekiro: uh shadows die twice which won game of the year thinking i i know i i know what's not my normal cup of tea but i kind of want to experience it now because so many people i know speak highly of it but i know it might not be my jam uh jocelyn suggested watching some streams just to kind of get a feel for it which i don't normally do but i think even even with death stranding that would be a good way to sort of experience it without dropping the 80 bucks on on the ground for it right
1: yep and yet Fire Emblem proved that it has the player's uh, hearts and minds by winning that player's voice bonus category yeah that's a really good point
0: i'm glad it won player's choice i, I think that's a that's important um it yeah. shows the developers it shows nintendo that fire emblem is still very much top of mind for yes. their audience and um, maybe, maybe
1: that'll guarantee that we get the revival of whatever game got canceled in a sequel for three houses i or even just another game on the switch
0: Yeah. I mean, it makes me excited for the DLC, the expansion that's coming out, to see what that story expansion will be like. And I'm looking forward to more Fire Emblem content. I really do want to see that sort of 3DS revival, even if it appears to be sort of a different take on the franchise as opposed to our upgraded take we got with Three Houses. But um, yeah. Yeah,
1: if they bring back another Echo-style remake uh, that was originally meant for Game Boy or DS, 3DS... It's gonna be definitely different and more of the older style of Fire Emblem, but I'm up for it.
0: Yeah, Agreed. especially
1: if it brings us something like Binding Blade back, or brings us the Thracia or the Genealogy series. Oh,
0: could you imagine? Oh man, that would be. Finally I finally actually knowing
1: what these char- who these characters are.
0: That would be delightful because sometimes I feel like I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> when this when with new heroes, and I'm like, oh, cool, another one of these uh but I mean, yeah
1: hilda was such a big popular meme maybe they should bring back genealogy so we can meet the original hilda
0: the original hilda wasn't he a dude yeah. it was a dude or something
1: it was a female it was a female she was just evil
0: she, oh okay she was evil well hilda evil person look forward to that but in a she, remake she was
1: supporting child hunts and stuff so
0: i mean yeah that that's evil um not going to argue with it there. Uh, okay, well, let's uh, let's end it there and uh, call it an episode. Uh, congrats to Fire Emblem Three Houses on your big wins at the Game Awards. I think that's a big, huge deal for that game. Uh, really excited for the future. But uh, in terms of the future, you can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show at Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Like I said, check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers in Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at RMurphy, Eddie at Drellfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great few weeks. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, we'll see you before the New Year. But if we don't listen to that episode, Happy New Year, and Happy Summoning. See you in a couple weeks.